to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 204. 204. 204. Uh, dos zero cuatro? I don't know. Get your kids in there. They know more I than don't. you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they speak way better. <laughs> Actually, that's just, yeah, that didn't work very well. Um, Doscientos. So, so today's topic, it's actually a serious one. We mm-hmm. do a lot of... F- interesting things on here. Um, uh, this came about cause I've, I've actually surprisingly, um, I wouldn't say surprisingly, but I'm getting more questions about this because I, I especially on YouTube, sometimes some of the audience is a little younger. Sure. Uh, it's unplanned pregnancy. Yeah. The reality, uh, for men. Okay. So this episode is, is really for men who find themselves in a situation in which they, you know, it was an unwanted pregnancy or an unexpected pregnancy, and they're going to be a father. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, I, I'm going to come from the perspective, uh, first of all, like, you can say coulda, shoulda, woulda, like, we're not going there. Like, <laughs> right, you're, yeah, you're yeah, already yeah. in this situation. You're here, now we are. Yeah, you're already in this situation. How do you, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, this is not really so much about, you know, like a happily married man who's starting a family and it comes a little sooner than you thought and, you know, et cetera. This is sort of finding out that your, your girlfriend or maybe, you know, someone that you were just intimate with is, is now pregnant and yeah. you find yourself that you're going to be a father. So what do you do? Well, so the first thing, and like, I, I think what I'm taking the perspective is like, if my son was a little old, was older and came to me, how would I like handle this? Like, right. how would I explain this? Because a lot of the questions that I'm getting, it make me feel like they, like people don't have a, a, a big support system around them. You know, they're like, there's not anybody to really go to, or they're just not sure what to do. And so that's kind of the perspective that I'm taking. I have not been in this situation, but I, having learned now what I have learned, trying to take the perspective of like, Hey, I'm I'm maybe like a father, you know, and what would I say if my son did this or, or a good friend, you know, or or a friend came to me and said, Hey, you know, what, what do you think about this? So the first thing is you have to talk to the woman about the situation. So you can't, you know, duck your head. You don't stick your head in the sand. <laughs> That'd be the ostrich. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not talking, it, and I'm going to talk about all the sort of situations and options. I'm not making a judgment or putting my personal belief into the situation. I'm just kind of laying out the facts. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, some people will have. Um, you know, their own beliefs. She's got her own beliefs or could be religious. I mean, there's all kinds of situations that will, you know, for some, these aren't going to be options, but I'm just laying out what the different options are. So when this, you, let's just assume you, you've gotten the news. So there's a couple of different things. So together you and the woman agree that the pregnancy will be terminated. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're going to, she's going to have an abortion. Okay. So in that scenario, you're kind of done with, you know, I'm not going to be a father, but then you're, you know, it's your obligations to support her and what you need to do. And stuff. that's a separate situation. I'm not going to kind of go down that road. Um, 
because this whole thing is about being a father. Right. <laughs> right. Or an unexpected father. Um, the second scenario, she does not want to have the baby and you do. Mm. Like you're really excited. You wanted to be a father. She doesn't want it. Third one, op, or, you know, third scenario, she wants to keep the baby mm-hmm. and you don't. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a lot of this situation might be sure, that or, sure. you know, um, and then the fourth one is you both want to have the baby. Yeah. So, so here's the thing in scenarios two and three where she doesn't want it, but you do, or she wants to keep it and you don't, you really don't have much to say. That's this. This is the reality and the, and the reality check. She doesn't need your consent to terminate a pregnancy, right? You just as the woman does not need to get your permission. If, if, um, if she wants to get an abortion, she can do that and terminate the pregnancy herself or whatever the way she's terminating. Um, and if she wants to keep it, she typically can do that too. So, you know, if you both want to have the baby, that's great. That's an easy one. You know, then you become a father and you go through and you go watch all the dad university videos. And you're going to be a father. <laughs> and there you go. Now you have all your answers. Right. Yeah. And, and if you're not, you know, if you're, it's going to be terminated and you both agree upon that, then yeah. that's termination and right. you're done. Right. So really it's these situations where your opinion is a little bit different than hers. Neither one, you know, um, it's really most likely this situation that we're talking about is that she wants to keep the baby. You don't really, but then maybe you agree to it or, you know, I mean, you, you sort of have to be on board um, or she, you know, cause if she doesn't want to, she can terminate it and you don't have much say. So you have to realize that, but you have to communicate the stuff and talk about it and talk about the reality with the woman. It's, you know, it makes you grow up really fast. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as like I said, we're not, we're not judging what you should have done or could have done. It's it, it is. So we're dealing with these situations. So what do you do now? So the second thing is you have to mentally begin preparing and you are going to be scared. Nope. I mean, even when you plan a pregnancy, that's going to say it's scary. It's scary. Yeah, it is. And so realize that you are not alone. It's totally normal to be scared and to be, you know, it's a very uncertain thing. And especially if you are young, you really don't know what is ahead of you. And it's scary. It's just, you know, I was older, happily married and wanted to have a baby. We got pregnant. I was freaking out. (laughs) So, I I can imagine that it would be a very, very scary thing in a situation where you're a young person, younger, you know, you may not be as stable financially or, you know, your, your situation, or even, you know, the woman that you are with is not, you know, you're not happily married. You're maybe just somebody you met recently or you, you know, or (laughs) better bar. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, or, or you're in a relationship. I mean, either one, you know, you're in a loving relationship, then, you know, that could help. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's a good thing that you are scared actually is because it means that you care, you know, you want to do the right thing. You're concerned that the baby is going to be taken care of. You want to make sure that you are doing the right thing for it. And so I think that that you can look at that as a positive of being scared is a good thing yeah. because if you weren't, it, it, 
it kind of lends itself to me. Like I'm just not that concerned about it. <laughs> That's how I would view it. Yeah. I think you, you'd be a bit of a sociopath or some level. Like I think it's good that you have some sort of fears and worries and, and, and a little bit of anxiety that comes with it. I mean, you might be an easy go lucky kind of person, but I think it helps to have a look, look, I gotta, I gotta buckle down and make sure this thing works out. Okay. Cause then right. you hopefully translate that into positive things for the child right. in the long run. Yeah. And, and, you know, in dad university has a lot of things about like dealing with pregnancy and, um, you know, hormones and the various things you can do to help her during the pregnancy. And that's, that's a separate topic, mm-hmm. you know, cause we're not, we're not even there yet. Mm-hmm. We're sort of saying like right bef- before that, it's like, this is like brand new. I just, you just found out like, what do you do? So the next thing, and you know, this is the, this is the hard one that I, I think it's just the harsh reality. You have to step up. That's, that's number three. There's, there is no other option that if the baby is going to be coming, you've it's agreed upon or not agreed upon, but the baby is coming. And even if you didn't agree to it, you now have to step up. Yeah. 50%. You are 50% parent to that child. Yeah. And extremely important to its well being. Yeah. So that's the whole point of Dad University is um the the father's role is so crucial. Um and, and the point I want to make here is to not let anyone, especially her have you think that you shouldn't be involved or don't need to be involved. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that happens where, and I've heard these situations. I was talking to someone recently actually, and it was him. And he said, well, she didn't want me involved. She said she was going to just handle it herself. So the problem with that is, okay, maybe you feel as a, you know, younger person, like, Oh, I guess I'm off the hook. Like she's going to handle it. The problem is, is that that child is not going to be as well off as it would be if you were involved in its life and 50% involved in its life. That's my thing. It's like, it's your genetics. I mean, if you think about it, just scientifically, Mm -hmm. you have your genetics walking around. It is 50% 50 you somehow. I'm sure there's some weird equations that go with that, but like, yeah, that you, you really determine the gender of it because you know, the, the, uh, the gametes that come out of you determining genders and, and has your DNA in it. Right. So you may want to take care of that. (laughs) Yeah. And so even if you and the mom don't work out, you need to be 50% of the parent to that child. Yeah. And I'll say coming from, uh, I don't want to bring myself into this all the time, yeah, but like, no. you know, a broken home. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. my mom and my dad never officially got married, but they, they both were contributing to my upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't just peace out. I'm out. You know, they were like, you know, they want to be involved. And I, and I thank, you know, thank goodness for that. Cause I've seen right. homes where people are broken or the dad just left or whatever it is, a deadbeat, they call them deadbeat dads or whatever. Yeah. And the parents just gone. And, and um, so, and that's a, and that's where the problem lies is that we see the results often yeah. in a negative way. I mean, granted it can, it, it can be okay. You know, single parent ha- handles it, whatever. And the, you know, it ends up being okay, but the odds are against that. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it is the, the odds are better that when the parents are both involved, yeah. you know, and even if they're not together, that there, the, there's going to be more benefit, you know, and hopefully it's helpfully involved. Yeah. I mean, there are things that a father can add to the value of a child that just a mom cannot, mm-hmm. you know, and vice versa. I mean, yeah. you know, it's important for the mom to be involved, sure. you know, in the same way. And so, that's where this 50% comes in. And the idea is that if you are in that situation, you have to be 
you have to mentally prepare to get, you know, to, to be involved and then you have to step up. Now, there's a couple things that I will say that will help you kind of step up. And I think that that's, you know, whatever that word, it's an easy way of saying it. Um, the first thing is improving your situation. So what happens is, is and this, this is regardless of, the, of what age you are or whatever, at least I know for most guys, when you find out that you're going to have a baby and you're going to be a father, you start evaluating your situation and going, okay, can I afford this? What am I doing with my life? You know, all these kinds of things start, start happening. You start looking at your current situation. And so the idea is you can look at your situation and decide, you know, and make advancements so that you're improving your situation. So Mm -hmm. do you need to finish school? Mm-hmm. You know, do you need to get a better job? You know, nothing helps speed up the process like a child on the way. Yeah. Um, you know, and you've got nine months or you know eight by the time you figure it out that you that you need to get these kinds of things in order. You know, um, and so because remember, you know, fifty percent is you. You've got to act like it, and part of that is taking that responsibility and saying, okay, I'm serious about this. Um, I have got to improve my situation. If you, you know, if you need to find a job and so do not wait to improve your situation, right? You know, you improve your situation beforehand so that you are ready and better prepared for when the baby arrives. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, or the second thing is being empathetic towards her. And so, realizing that she's going through some serious stuff herself, you know, it's not all about you. Um, but not only mentally, which you're going through, you know, a lot of the mental stuff, she's going through the physical changes. So she's got sort of the double whammy, you know, you've got the, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you're thinking like, okay, financially and mental, and it's a lot of it is mental and sort of emotional stuff. Yeah. Hers is physical. I mean, Mm -hmm. her whole body is changing her hormones. It's, it's a, it's quite the, the metamorphosis, if you will, (laughs) um, you know, that she's going to deal with. So I really try to be empathetic towards her and understand that she's going to be going through a lot as well. Um, the third thing I would, I would suggest is you set up your network. So, you know, doing this immediately when you find out, I think is really important. And and that's getting support from your friends and family. Yeah. And support's a lot of things. I mean, support can mean, you know, if, I mean, if you can financially, but also just emotionally, um, do this in advance so that you have options and you have, um, the people around you also have time to prepare. Right. So here's the thing too. You cannot expect anything. Sure. You know, if you are saying, well, I know my parents really should help out with this or you know what? My sister already has a child. So I think she'll be able like you got to be careful that you put expectations on other people. But at the same time, if people are willing to help, accept it mm-hmm. and allow them to help and take advantage of that. Right. Um, setting up your network is extremely important. And so that means relying on your friends and your family and other people around you to um, you know, be a network. And if you can arrange things in advance, that's what you're going to want to do. So that you know, everybody has some warning, if you will, right? <laughs> like all of a sudden it's happening and yeah. you, know, you do that. Right, right. Um, so it, it's, it, you know, I say set up your network. It's also some planning, you know? Sure. Um, and then the last thing is 
it's kind of a, what to keep in mind um, throughout this process is to do it for the child. So this might mean getting along with the mom of the child. It could mean, you know, the social activities that you're doing. It means spending money. It's all kinds of stuff. When you start thinking about all the things that you're doing and you're going to do it for the child, you, you, you sort of, you know, you start to change the way that you do things. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things we talked about, I think before was about like even getting healthy, you know, it's like, if you're not, um, you know, you're not taking care of yourself. Well, it's really important to do it. Sure. For yourself, but also for the child so that they can see that. And so this goes for a lot of things. And if you need that motivation to get a different job or to finish school or to support, you know, to get a network around you or, you know, all kinds of things so that you can get ready to be a father, do it for the child. Mm -hmm. And that's because the child deserves it. And that's been a problem in, you know, all over the world essentially is that, fathers have often not taken responsibility, you know, and there's absentee fathers or, or whatever broken homes. Um, and, and you have to remember that you are 50% the parent, Mm -hmm. you know, the parenting and, and, and it's your responsibility. And, you know, that goes for watching the child financially with the child, all of it. You know, I was watching, I was watching a video and it was a young kid who had said, um, he was, you know, he had to work seven days a week, two jobs, blah, 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 and then she stayed at home with the baby. Mm-hmm. And I kind of looked at that and they're not together. I mean, this was like, you know, there was a, they were younger, yeah. whatever. So he's working as all he can. And she then stays home with the baby. Now, if you both agree on that, I guess that's a, you know, you can't argue with two people who agree on it. Sure. But the baby's not benefiting from that in the way that they would is if you took them half the time. Yeah. And the idea is, guess what? She could probably work too. I mean, unless she's breastfeeding, but even then she can pump or do something. Or, yeah. I mean, know, especially with our, the way we are now. I mean, a lot of my um, friends who've had kids and uh, the, the wife goes back to work. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and you know, it, it is a little weird for me because I did get reared by people that were like, the man brings home the baby. Totally. And the no. And if, and, it, but if, and, and if, if the two people agree on that, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But this guy was complaining. This guy was complaining that he didn't get to see his child. Yeah. And that defeats the whole purpose of everything. Right. And so if you want to see your child, then you have to take action on that. And guess what? Then maybe she needs to work a couple days or you trade off or you do that. And so, you know, this idea that, you know, and she wasn't doing anything other than just staying at home and taking care of the child, which, okay. But it just seemed a little strange that if, if, you know, if you really do want to see the child and be a part of their life, which you should, in my opinion. Sure. You've got to make those arrangements to do that, you know, and I think he maybe got to see the child a couple hours a week or something like that, you know, and that's not a big benefit for the child. Right. Yeah. You know, Um, so that's that's something that you've got to work out with the mom and understand that, you know, granted, like I said, if you're not complaining and you're okay with that, but then the child doesn't really benefit from that. Right. That might, might might work out for your lifestyle. It's not the benefit of the child. Right. So, you know, this, this is a tough situation. I'm not saying that it's something that's easy or, you know, um, but unplanned pregnancy, you know, when you, well, first of, you know, if it's an unwanted pregnancy or it's unexpected, 
it's not something that's you know taken lightly and and it's good that you know you're looking at resources and trying to look at ways to solve you know um solve the you know the situation so that you can do the best that you can yeah um so yeah, you don't want to take it out on the kid kind of have you alluded to earlier you don't want to take it out on the child making sure that you take care of that child yeah and you and you can look at it you know part part of it is going to be your perspective of looking at it in a positive way of like you have the ability now to impact somebody you know really in a in a very impactful way yeah I profoundly guess, you know impact someone in an impactful way <laughs> that's i'm a wordsmith um you'd think i did more than two podcasts <laughs> but no I, I i just you know i'm being empathetic in that because i you know i was in a situation in which i you know it wasn't an it was it was expected i mean we were trying to have a yeah, baby yeah and just realizing how difficult that was in itself mm-hmm. i can't begin to imagine how difficult it is to be in the situation when it's, it's the opposite of that. Right. Where you're, you know, you, something happened, you didn't plan that didn't, you know, and now you have to make good of the situation. Right. You know, and the situation is going to be for a long time. Yeah. (laughs) You know, for sure. It's a one way door. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You don't get to go back. You're committed for a while. Right. This thing. So for those dads that have that, I mean, I, that's what I can say is, you know, one, it's an amazing opportunity to be involved in a child's life, you know, instead of, and you have to think of that, that in no way is it a burden. It's a blessing. Yeah. And you get the opportunity to be involved and you should be involved and you should take that 50% and make sure that you are involved that, uh, with that child's life. Double down. That's it. If somebody <laughs> has anything, you have uh, questions, opinions, thoughts, Alan, what should they do? They should email us podcast at dudes or maybe hit us up on social media, Twitter at dudes to dads, Facebook dudes to dads com. Please go to YouTube and subscribe to those channels and look at the dad university, all the great videos of dad university and dudes to dads. And if you do nothing else, please go to the podcatcher you're listening to us on now, or if we go to another one, why not? And go to the, and uh, Leave a review, subscribe to those channels, and leave a comment if you can. I hope it's positive or at least constructive feedback. Uh, we really love to hear from you, and it helps perpetuate the show. Yes, it does. As always, Alan, thank you very much. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.